0: That's right, I'm Billy Ocean, and easily the coolest guy that ever sang about Caribbean Queen. In 1988, I was tapped to make the number one jam of the summer for the movie License to Drive. You loved it, everyone did. So that's why I've created a new album featuring the top singers of the 80s, and combine that with your love of shitty 80 movies, featuring Tina Turner. I like boys from Teen Witch.
1: I'm throwing out my dollhouse Giving out my toys Cause I like boys I like boys I like boys It's the new chair Bruce
0: Springsteen He ain't heavy From Rambo 3 Road is on He ain't heavy yeah. he Cher, sure. Tomboy from Tomboy
1: Tomboy, heads down the highway Tomboy, she coming my way Tomboy, got my heart burning hey. I can't keep up with that Tomboy
0: Devo, killed five times from deadbeat at dawn
2: Put some fur onto your face Jim Van Beber. Punch you into space Jim Van Beber. Incoming Lincoln Run over your head. Bounce onto the sidewalk. Are you finally dead?
0: Cindy Lauper helped the homeless from street trash.
1: Homeless needs our help. Their lives are tough, so sad and stuff. In a basement of magic, open the secret crate. For a lady to make. Imagine if you drank Viper turned into you.
2: Billy
0: Idol. A kiss and a thumbs up from Megaforce.
2: Jumping Hondas over explosions. Rainbow colored smoke trail escape moves. Is he the bad guy? Nope, he's your body. Is he the bad guy? Nope, he's your body. Is he the bad guy? Nope, he's your body. So it's a nice day for a flying dirt bike.
0: Call now and get Billy and Shitty's eighty redo. And
2: hey, how come you ain't got no Bobby Brown? Run for your lives! It's Bobby Brown! Dreamer! Oh, come on, man!
1: Stay calm.
3: Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host Justin. With me, as always, are Sam and Jackie. I want to say hi to Jackie first. Hello, Jackie. Hello. Hello, Sam. Hello. How's uh, how's life in a post Pokemon Go world going for you two? I
2: almost caught them all. Did you really? Yeah, I ran into a tree though.
3: <laughs> Not
2: in my car, just in my person.
3: Oh, just walking. Just Walk right into no, no, a tree. No, 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 no. Did you have Fucker to go got to, away. Did you have to go to the Polka Hospital? No. Because I think everything starts with Polka now. Do like, you guys want to watch some Polka of Thrones?
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not playing the Pokémon. I refuse. <laughs>
2: did you see what happened in the garden with Pikachu? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty unreal. But uh, uh, fortunately, there's no Pokémon on our show. There will never be a Pokémon episode. Well... I shouldn't say that, because eventually there's going to be like a live-action Pokemon movie, and then we're going to be like, oh, god damn it. That's going to be a Smapfuck contender. Because if War- World of Warcraft stinks, I imagine the Pokemon movie is going to stink, too.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I think they've already done some, though.
3: Yeah, but those are just uh, made-for-TV cartoon movies. I'm talking big-budget, live-action, Adam Sandler and uh, David Spade trying to catch them all.
2: No, I they actually did a theatrical Pokemon movie already.
3: With David Spade and Adam Sandler? No,
2: they just used the normal Japanese studio that was making it and released it. Limited, oh, no, no, limited.
3: No. It'll come over to America, and we'll fuck that up.
2: Oh well, not as much as Hillary Clinton fucked up her Pokemon joke.
3: Uh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear about that.
2: Well, it's too bad you can't Pokemon go to the polling office.
3: Crickets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
3: awful. There's how do you get
2: Democrats to shut up? Tell that joke.
3: Yeah, no shit. How do you get did. Pikachu on the bus? You Pokemon.
1: <laughs> that was a good one. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <had> that little
3: <laughs> asshole right on the bus. All right. Uh, this week, we do not have any streaming do's and don'ts because we've had a very special guest on our house for some time. Uh, his name is Roman. He's a very good friend of the show. Roman uh, guested on our Man from Hong Kong episode where yes. he uh, disclaimed that he owns over 20,000 films uh, a ludicrous number, and most of them are shitty weird, obscure movies that nobody's ever heard of. And we've got some ones to talk about. Now, none of these are, unfortunately, on YouTube. You're going to have to buy the disc if you would like to see these. Maybe some of you have already seen some of these. But uh, we're going to start out with uh, Metamorphosis, The Alien Factor from 1990. We all saw this one.
2: Yes, we did all see this one.
3: I want to start with Jackie on Metamorphosis, The Alien Factor. Because you can't say Metamorphosis without adding The Alien Factor.
1: This was so gross. It was just so fucking gross. I hated all the slime and all the goo, and I hated all of the penis worm, alligator ball sack creation thing that the, he turned into. Okay, you should back that up and,
3: and disclaim that the main the the alien factor is a giant penis with a snappy mouth.
1: It's an uncircumcised penis gator. Pretty much, yeah, totally. Sam nailed it, and. You know, the one thing I did like about this is the escape frog that ends up biting his hand Mm -hmm. that nobody bothers to put back in a cage after this scientist gets bit. So it's like, well, fuck that kid.
3: Wild alien transforming people into penis monsters just on the loose. It could bite anybody. Nobody gives a fuck.
1: Yeah. I mean, this thing could steal a sandwich easily. Mm -hmm. It's got some leg reach, you know? So, I mean, you leave your sandwich up there on your laboratory equipment, that thing's going to eat your sandwich.
3: Or it might eat your hand while you're reaching for your sandwich, and then you turn into a giant penis crocodile.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, who knows what you... T- I mean, it, it anything, it's like a roll of the dice. You could turn into a butt, or, or God knows. Why
3: it would make you think that? Nobody else turned into a... Anything. Nobody else
2: got bit, so yeah. it could have been any, yeah, just... any part of the genitalia.
3: Like, it takes... When you get turned into... When you have the metamorphosis, the alien factor, it takes the darkest part of your soul and then turns you into what that is. So that guy was a dick. Sam would be an asshole and I would be a huge gaping vagina. Hmm. I was Jack- going to go with squirty boob.
1: More Jackie was... would
3: just be a huge pair of tits.
1: <laughs> Here's looking at you, kid. Squirt right in the eye. That's how I would kill everyone. I would be like, oh my God, look at those tits. And then I'd be like, bam, bam. This is the biggest boob. Ah! This right. Nipple them right in the face. <laughs> All right, so Sam, thoughts
3: on *Metamorphosis*? The alien factor?
2: It was a little weird, and it took a while to get going, but ultimately, I liked
3: it. Okay, so you're gonna give it a do?
2: I'm gonna give it a do. It's like a 65% do because it's yeah. a little boring, but yeah, it yeah. has it has enough, and it is it's a it's a flopping dick mm-hmm. that it's just you have to watch it because you're like, really, you didn't think that this looked like a penis with a mouth? It's
3: got veins. It is foreskin. It's foreskin.
1: It's terrible. Yeah, it this is... was not a sneaky design. Like <laughs> we knew exactly what it was. When we, we knew. I
3: don't think that they do. I think that they were trying to frighten us, and they did not succeed in that. I don't think it's a joke. Like, hey, look at this dick. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be frightening. It is.
2: like if you're the one of the uh, the second unit director, and everybody's watching it, in the theater for the first time, and you thought that people knew. Mm-hmm. And you're, catch, you're really catching wind through the conversation that everybody doesn't think it looks like a penis. And at the end of the movie, you turn to the director and you go, so, uh, pretty menacing penis. And he's like, oh, God damn
3: it. Oh, shit.
2: Shit, that is a giant penis.
3: Fuck, well, it's too late
1: now. Oh. It's like their answer to teeth. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. But I would no. not want a penis biting at me.
3: I did, we did see a movie that we're going to talk about later in Roman's collection that reminded me of teeth. It's funny that you mentioned that. Mm. Um yeah, I I'm going to give it a do as well. It is slow uh, at the beginning, but there is so many head scratcher moments where you're like, really? Huh? Okay. And random business. And just, yeah, it's it's a do for me. Next up is Hired to Kill, also from 1990, starring Brian Thompson uh, from X-Files fame and Cobra. Uh, was anybody else in it worth mentioning? George fucking Kennedy. George fucking Kennedy was in it. Yeah, That's true. That's true. Uh, it's, uh, sh- it's, it's a tough guy. Spy guy has to take his mercenary team into get a guy, but the team that he has to bring and the guy is, of,
2: uh, he's somebody too. It's, uh, from the three musketeers and all of those other
3: great films
2: that he was in. Fuck Oliver. Oliver
3: Reed. Reed. Yeah,
2: Oliver Reed. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Oliver Reed was the other significant. Yeah, so
3: he's got to get Oliver Reed, and the only way he can do it is by bringing in a team of hot babes that are not really that hot.
2: <laughs> Which, I guess the one thing that happens is that you would think with the sort of uh, setup that they've given you here that this was going to be a booby movie. Mm. It, it is not.
3: It is definitely not. It
2: is definitely not a booby movie. It's just a hard-laced action movie with a bunch of tough dames.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, I could I could say that it reminded me a lot of the same type of storytelling and pacing and production value as that Bounty Hunters movie with Michael Dudikoff that I really liked.
2: Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I, I could see that. I uh, I thought it was it's really just a lot like any of the Central American Commando movies of the late eighties.
3: Oh, it There's was much more a, ridiculous than
2: it was, but it had that feel to me. Like, yeah, even though it was more ridiculous and it moved a little faster, it just. For whatever reason, it's like the jungle gives a movie a feel.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved Wired to Kill. It I is, did not watch it. It is fucking great.
2: Yeah, you know, the- Wired to Kill was I what twenty minutes in or ten minutes in was like fuck. This makes me realize how much more Brian Thompson there could have been. Yeah,
3: absolutely. He is such a dickbag in this movie. I mean, it's awesome. It is awesome. Um, I will be honest. I got a little confused about what the movie was about. Like, there, there was a lot of exposition about what they were trying to do and like, hey, we got to sneak in and do this and do that. And the whole time I was just like, what are they trying to do, period? So I spent a majority of the film going, <coughs> scratching my head. But um, once shit starts going again, I was fully on fucking board. And yeah. there's, there's some surprises and twists in this movie. This is like, huh, for a bad movie? Really? Okay. Ballsy. We can't. Forget the
2: helicopter nonsense. Oh, yes. Yeah, a man died making man this died film. died
3: making this film. From a uh, helicopter stuntman.
2: Which, when you see the guy flying the helicopter, you're like, oh, geez, it was only one? Thank yeah, goodness. Yeah, no kidding. He was just, like, slamming it vertical back and forth while <laughs> these guys are doing battle rolls underneath it. it. It was ridiculous. It
3: was fucking ridiculous. There were some insane stunts in this movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was great. Last but not least is Steel Justice from 1987 starring Martin Cove.
2: And how do you top the, what is it, Wired to Kill?
3: Uh-huh. How do you top that? I don't know. How would you do that? Yeah, I guess give Martin Cove a fucking snake and too many guns and a gun that is fucking ridiculous and people that cannot be killed like by any conventional means that have no superhuman abilities they're just normal guys a man pulls a heart a knife out of his fucking heart and it's just like damn you for doing that
2: and he gets out of his heart and it wasn't he was shot with a knife gun a knife gun he gets shot with a knife gun and then it's like oh that is moderately Inconveniencing me right now.
1: And I'm just saying, I don't think I've ever seen a knife gun. I did not watch this movie, but I'm kind of interested to see what knife gun actually looked like. Well, guess what? You're going
3: to, because Steel Justice is going to be an episode. It will ah. be an episode. It will probably make your own review. It was fucking glorious. And it this is one of those flawless bad movies where just everything is stupid. It's nonstop, never lets off the gas of just shenanigans. And hamminess.
2: There's bad symptomatics, too. Like, Martin Cove is a sweaty guy, and they couldn't do anything about it. Yes. No one else is covered in sweat except him uh-huh. throughout. And he's drenched through his shirt sweaty for the whole movie.
3: Zingers. Nobody can shoot a goddamn thing, even though they've got mega guns. Uh, just never lets up. This movie is fucking fantastic. It was great. Absolutely. Steal justice. Do it now. Do it when we do an episode about it. Then do it again when we do the year in review, because there's no question that it's going to make my year in review list. Loved it. Also on Blu-ray. Jackie, it's your week this week. Your pick with License to Drive, starring the Corys. Have you, uh, for the wild card, did you bring us
1: something Cory-esque? I did. Nice. Uh, Well, teenager-esque. Okay, all right. Sure. So it is a superpower.
3: All right. The great superpower debate.
1: And this one allows you to spit on anyone, yeah. and you have to spit on them. Okay and it cleans up their acne instantly. Oh, huh. I thought
2: you were going to say it cleans up their act, those <laughs> fucking teenagers. No, that's teens. just real life. Because I would take that right now. Yeah. If you said, uh, I spit on teenagers, and it cleans up your act, I'd say sorry, but their act needs cleaned up. Cleaned up.
3: Um, well, where, where's, what's the downside of this? Cause
1: well, one, <laughs> it doesn't always work.
3: <laughs> oh, brother.
1: You've got a 95% chance that it's going to work. Just so okay. like Bosley? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's like Bosley, but with loogies. Yeah. can it? Does it have to be saliva, or can it be a big digger from your nostrils?
1: No, it has to be saliva. Oh, it's come out of your mouth. You All can't right. snot shot somebody.
3: All right, fine. Uh,
1: but it's it's, it, it's just, instant. Do you have to, uh-huh. like,
2: cover their whole face with spit, or just a just, dabble? do you?
1: <laughs> well, no, you have to spit on each zitty area. Oh,
2: okay. So, right. like, right.
1: if you were a pizza face- you, I would just sit there and just drool all over your face. Does it only work then, on
3: faces, or can you uh, get some back knee cured too? Any zit. Okay, any zit.
1: Butt zits. Oh boy! Ugh.
3: All right. So
2: you're gonna drool on people's butts?
3: Well, you don't have to, but
2: you, but you can.
1: can. I mean, it could become a lucrative you business. Charge for it.
3: I think you got to charge in somebody's for it. Butthole. How much is that? Uh, like like. Uh, those Jessica Simpson commercial that whatever that product is, how much do you think they charge for that? 50 bucks.
2: Oh, it's got to, anything like that's over a hundred bucks. Uh, over a hundred. Probably like $130 per application. And you have three applications or some nonsense like that. All right. oh, Proactive.
1: Yeah. yeah. All
3: right. Yeah. That stuff's expensive. All right. So we're talking $300 plus to, and you got it. you got a perfect pitch because you don't have to do three treatments. I'm going to spit in your face one time and it's going to be gone instantly. Probably. And say, say it's that 5% chance, just refund their money. Yeah. You got to spit in a fucking no, teenager's face. No refunds.
1: No refunds. Hey,
3: hey, that's not part of your power. That's just part of the business. That's my business model. Give them a refund. Tell your friends. Uh, I cured uh, uh, Joey Lawrence last week. He's got no freaking pimples on his face this week. So you're charging him like $300? dollars huh For about, I don't know, as much spit as I can gather. And probably so- like,
1: like maybe Maybe you could just spit three in a, a jar day. is what I'm thinking. Like, Oh, no.
3: I think I could do 10 a day. Oh, that'd be terrible. It would be not fun, but do three fucking grand, Sam. Just uh, spit on people. I'm getting all juiced up in my mouth right now thinking about that three grand. Just think about the cash.
2: Well, I have a problem. I think there's one alarming problem. The teenagers... The hormonal little bastards will beat down your door and, and and ambush you eventually.
3: There's not enough
2: of you. Yeah, there's not enough of you to go. They'll they'll tear you apart. What if
3: you can? Um, could you like freeze your spittle? Or do you actually? Ha- does it have to be from your mouth directly onto their face?
1: No, you can put it in a jar okay. and sell All right. it. All
3: right. So you- you're closed on the weekends and you just sit there and spit. What if you? Uh, what if you uh, also added a little bit of chewing tobacco? Yuck. That's you, gross. What I hey, hate, man. They don't know how your power works. They just know that it fucking works. So you just sit there all weekend chewing chewing tobacco and spitting in cups, and then stick in the freezer, and then money comes, and you dump it on teenager's face. <laughs> and All of a sudden, they don't have zits. and you're like three grand in a day. Bam. Yeah. Could you? Do you think you could
2: like chemically reverse engineer your spit and just manufacture it? No. That sucks. Because mm-hmm. then you'd be rich.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's magic, Sam. It's so, magic. Yeah.
2: What it's happens when the police come and you're just drooling over a teenager's face?
1: Ooh. Hi. Do the parent can... has they... to come with you to sign the consent So forms. that you
2: don't end up on the registry?
3: Yeah. You know, You know what'll happen? They'll shoot you.
1: Oh. Oh, that's not true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Teenage lives matter. Hashtag.
1: <laughs> oh, you're a dick. God <laughs> yeah, damn it. I support the police. I just want to say that now.
3: Okay, well, I also support uh, drooling in teenagers' faces. I really like this one. It's got all of my bells and whistles tinging. (laughs) I'm going to give this an eight.
2: Ah! Not as high for me. The prospect of having to drool on teenagers. Though profitable and lucrative, I'm only giving it a six.
3: Okay. But it's still a high score. That's a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done this week, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we've got a very special guest this week. Uh, his name is Jackson from the LightsCameraJackson.com blog, also on Twitter at Jackson. He's doing a very special fundraiser for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and uh, he's also brought us some really rad stuff. So, Jackson, let's turn it over to you.
4: Thank you so much for having me. So you've been reviewing movies on your blog for how many years? I have been reviewing movies now for 10 and a half years, more than half of my life. Oh my, my gosh, life. that's
3: fantastic. So how old were you when you started? I was seven years
4: old when I started reviewing movies. And how have things changed for you since then? You know, a lot of things have changed. I go to a lot more movies uh-huh. now. I saw 120 movies last wow. year. I started out with about 25. Nice. Uh, the first year I started reviewing movies in '06. Uh, I've met a lot of celebrities over the years, going to the Critics' Choice Awards every January, and I think the movies have actually gotten better. When you look at every award season, November and December, right. it's just powerful film after powerful film. Yeah, I think the quality of movies are really getting better.
3: I totally agree. Um, that's fantastic. So you've come on to Stinker Madness, only the world's third greatest movie podcast.
4: Only the third greatest movie podcast. What are the other two guys?
3: That was sarcasm. (laughs) Okay. And you're going to tell us about an incredible feat in podcasting that you're doing for charity. Go ahead and tell us all about it.
4: Yes, I am doing the LCJ Podathon. Over the next week or two, I'm going to be going on a lot of different podcast shows like yours. And talking about all the latest movies in theaters and classic movies, all kinds. Okay and money is being raised for the make-a-wish foundation this is a charity very close to my heart I have a few friends who have uh, needed the Make-A-Wish Foundation. and Make-A-Wish has changed their lives over the years. Movies can change your life. People can change your life. And Make-A-Wish has changed their lives and so many lives all across this country by making dreams come true. And so you can go onto my Twitter, twitter.com slash lcjreviews. I've got a pinned tweet up there. It's the link to the CrowdRise page. You can click on that, and there's a big orange button that says Donate. Please donate. To the Make a Wish Foundation. We would really appreciate mm-hmm.
3: it. Yeah, I urge all of our listeners to follow Jackson and give a hand. Um, so you've got something else for us that our listeners will enjoy, right?
4: Yes, I have got my first half of the year top contenders for the SMA BFA Awards. The SMAPFAS! So it's all right now I've divided it up into the two categories here. Yeah. My choice is for best bad. For so far in 2016. Okay. Awesome. And there really was a lot to choose from to break it down tonight. Right. The Boss. The Boss. The Boss was okay. Melissa McCarthy was all right. But it was kind of clumsy throughout. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. <laughs> I sat through Mother's Day. I had a good time with really? it. But it's not a great quality movie. Sure. I've also got a couple Kevin Hart movies in the Best oh, Bad Group. Brother. Central Intelligence and Ride Along 2. They just totally. didn't have enough laughs in them. No. But they were tolerable. I I could sit through them again if I was really forced to. Don't. And then I had had a tough time deciding where I wanted to put Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. I hear that. But I stick it in the best bad group because there are five worst movies that I had to put into the worst bad category. (laughs) And I have to start off with Dirty Grandpa. Uh. It's my least favorite movie of the year so far. Zach Efron and Robert De Niro and I just I hated this movie. That it's guy, really bad.
3: Robert De Niro's given
4: up. I also hated Deadpool. Really? Now I know a lot of people love Deadpool, but I was not a fan of the humor or the style of the okay. storytelling at all. Maybe it won't get in that category, but if if I was making up the awards, it would be in there for me. Also, I have Independence Day Resurgence. Yes. That was a tough one to get through. (laughs) The Divergent series, Allegiant. They should end the franchise now. They don't even need to do the finale that's being planned. it Don't even bother. I've never even cared. And finally, Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. The first movie was okay. This one, I could not sit through again. Not funny at all. Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Zac Efron on this list twice. I uh, couldn't pull this one off. Yeah, I, I
3: I agree with a lot of your choices. Um, I think you missed uh, Gods of Egypt and uh, uh, London Has Fallen, of course. London Has Fallen is great. Both of those are probably going to end up in our uh, best bad movie Uh, categories because we just had so much fun with them but hey i just want to say that uh it's been a real treat to have you here and uh we wish you nothing but the best with the make-a-wish fundraiser and look forward to hearing more from you in your career uh good luck thank you so much guys really appreciate it all right we'll also um put up uh, a link directly on our website for uh, jackson's fundraiser so please donate to that we've already donated um a good cause. He's busting his butt on it, so try to help him out as much as possible. Yeah,
1: definitely good luck to you, and, and I hope it goes well. Yeah. Sam, tell us about License to Drive. License
2: to Drive was made in 1988. You know, the Coreys didn't do as many films together as we all think or perhaps would have liked. Perhaps some of us would prefer them to have done less to none. This week's feature, however, License to Drive, would be the second of the big three.
1: Mm-hmm. Honk, honk! Yeah,
2: just throwing that out there. Oh, yeah. The first being The Lost Boys, and the third being Dream a Little Dream. They would collaborate again on DTV films like Blown Away, but their heyday was a bit short-lived. They would both eventually spiral into heavy drug use, allegedly brought on by Hollywood executives who were also raping them. Haim would die of pneumonia at 38, though his condition was most likely also affected by the copious amounts of pain pills he was taking. Feldman would release an almost tell-all following Haim's death. As he still won't name the names, as the movie moguls who are movie moguls who are victimizing them, which I think at this point you just gotta like, yeah, let let it keep happening.
3: Yeah, dude, come on, Corey.
2: What's gonna like? He's obviously. A, I, mean, I guess you're afraid, right? But, afraid of
3: what? That they're not gonna hire him. Uh, yeah. Well, guy, <laughs> mm. yeah,
2: you're not doing good. Yeah, you just gotta name the name. Yeah, you have to. It's your it's your social. They're responsibility. not gonna be able to like blackball you at this point.
3: They're going to be in jail. In jail, right?
1: Yeah, fuck those guys. Name them.
3: Hope it's not anybody I like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> no. No. Fuck Jerry Bruckheimer.
3: I'm talking like Fred Olin Ray or Joe Dante.
2: No, these are like studio heads.
3: Not... Uh, yeah. not well, literally. fuck those guys anyways. Yeah.
2: Director Greg Beeman also directed two other films. Mom and Dad Save the World starring Time Machine hit list top spot Terry Gar, Nice. And convicted sex offender Jeffrey Jones.
3: But not from the year that she's on the top spot. Far from it.
2: (laughs) No, Jeffrey Jones is the convicted sex offender.
3: No, 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 no. Terry Garr.
2: No, she's 10 years out.
3: Yeah. No, it's 20 years out. That's 1992 as Mom and Dad Saved the World, I think. Yeah, it's almost 20 years out. 17 years out. Very past uh, the time machine time.
2: Yeah. His third and final feature was Bushwhacked, starring Daniel Stern, who did nothing
3: wrong, apparently. Uh, I've heard that movie is garbage.
2: Yeah. Daniel Stern's uh, lead roles typically are bad movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of them are very good, or fun anyway. He does have a long and uh, sordid career in television. The writer of the film, Neil Tolkien, would develop the script from a rejected submission to National Lampoon's magazine. Hmm. He would then go on to write jury duty with Paulie Shore, probably on purpose. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> that movie was
3: terrible. You did it on accident. Whoops. <laughs> well, this oh, one I was wrote on a accident. Play. Yeah.
2: Uh, he was actually just trying to get out of jury duty. Yeah. Turns into that movie. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, Heather Graham isn't on the time machine hit list, as she can come over any to my house anytime she wants. <laughs> she has yet to exercise her open invitation to those of you out there who are curious as to how that's going for me. Her career, though rigorous, has recently taken a downturn. Mm-hmm. I am sure she will get back on top soon enough. If she doesn't get back on top of the box office, well, she can get right on top of me. That invitation is still quite open.
3: uh, Other than Boogie Nights, where she plays a dingbat, um, so probably not her best role. Has she ever been in anything like, wow, that was a really fucking good movie?
2: Other than Boogie Nights, I couldn't tell you.
3: Yeah. All right. I, I, so I'm wondering if she's actually got any chops. I just haven't seen. Like, we just haven't seen that she's got chops because she's always in movies where she plays a ding dong or yeah. like oh, dream girl type shit.
1: Yeah. Hey, but you know what? Go with what you're good with.
3: Yeah. Well, she's had a nice prosperous career. Yeah.
1: yeah she's, and she's, she's beautiful.
3: She's a pretty good looking lady.
2: Yes, she is. Well, it's time to keep an eye out for or in this case, the ear and eye fresh Prince of Bel Air connection. Ooh.
3: OK. Mm.
2: Which would be listening for the song Jazzy's in the House, of nice. course, by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince.
3: Off the He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper soundtrack, yes. or uh, CD. Or
2: well, album. also watching for an appearance of James, A- James Avery. Oh,
3: Uncle who, Phil!
2: of course, played Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil! So License to Drive's got that going Double on. Double
3: feature, nice. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, it's streaming someplace. We'll find it. Might be on HBO, might be on Stars. might be on Amazon, might be on Netflix, might be on Hulu, might be on Showtime. <laughs> One of those. Might be
2: on driving to the damn video store.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, they still have those? Yeah. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, for a little while longer. Uh, So, anyways, uh, enjoy your weekend. Come back to us on Monday. And in the meantime, get to the chopper. And don't forget to donate uh, to Jackson's Good Cause. Fans of Stinker Madness, iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. Go to Steaker Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Stinker Madness and email us at talk at StinkerMadness.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.